Welcome to the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. When you're trying to get pregnant, whether naturally or with the help of a fertility doctor, weight loss can better your chances of success. I'm Dr. Stephanie Fine, and I help you do just that. Let's go. Hello, fabulous. Happy, happy new year. My goodness, 2023. It's very exciting. I hope you had lovely holidays. Really wonderful. And if you didn't, they're over now. So yay, yay for you. I'm so, I just think it's impressive when we get through something hard and we're just on the other side. So no matter how you did it, yay for you. You've done it. It's over. Time to move along and to be in the year 2023. And, you know, it's uh, the beginning. So New Year's resolutions are a big thing. And usually weight loss is, you know, one of the top things on the list. But the truth is, any time is a great time to lose weight. It does not have to be the beginning of the year. It doesn't have to be Monday. It doesn't have to be the first of the month. Any time you decide to, that's great. And I'm here to help with this podcast right now. So that's what we're, we're going to talk about. The first three episodes of this podcast, Weight Loss for Fertility, gave you the foundation of sustainable weight loss, okay? The why was the first episode and then hows for the next two, the hunger scale and the right way to use a food log. Then it was December. And I really wanted to help you through the holidays because they could be tricky times. And so we talked about ways to handle feelings, to make decisions, to deal with families and parties and foods and drinks. And I also shared my favorite way of improving the holidays year after year. I really do think that's a good trick. So you can go back and listen to those episodes. But now that we're in January, we're going back to the basics. And there's nothing more basic in weight loss than the scale. I'm talking about the bathroom scale. Okay, I just heard a groan. Was that you? (laughs) So like so many things in weight loss, perfectly useful tools get vilified because of the way that we've used them in the past because of what we've made them mean and our past terrible experience with them. Now, that's totally understandable. If you have a past terrible experience, then of course you're not gonna be thrilled. But it doesn't have to be that way. And that's that's what I'm gonna talk to you about today. There really, I really do believe there's something called diet trauma. Um, I'm gonna talk about that another time, but, but it's the sort of the diet mentality is set up to, be so punishing and so difficult and it's not sustainable. It's terrible, but we get caught up in it. And so a lot of the times the scale got caught up in that too. We've used the scale to judge ourselves mostly harshly. <laughs> and then to it, it, we let it determine our mood. We let it determine our self-worth, our success. We, we give it so much power and there's no wonder that people hate the scale when when we we let it determine all those things about us. But a hunk of metal does not have the power to determine anything of substance at all. Only our brain can do that. Our brain can can assign meaning to things. And so that's a clue. It's our brain that's doing it. A scale can only do what it's designed to do, which is spit out a number that represents the gravity density your body's exerting at one moment in time. It, it is, it's really that um, impersonal. So the poor little scale is just sitting there giving you a number, okay? But that number is only to be used for information. 
information purpose only. We can, it's a number that we can compare to other numbers. It's information about the previous week's decisions. It's a number, but it cannot put us in a bad mood or a good mood. It can't tell us how good we are or how bad we are. It, it, it's really neutral. I, I sometimes think of it like the temperature on a thermometer. We, we can check to see what we're going to wear, right? But we don't make it mean anything else. It's just information about our future behavior based on that number. There's no judgment. There's no beating, our, beating ourselves up. We see a number. We're like, oh, I'm going to need a jacket, period, just a number. Now, we could be disappointed with a number, right? Because if it's colder than we want or it's hotter than we want, we may wish it wouldn't rain on, on our wedding day, but we don't make it mean something bad about us. That's the difference with these numbers and scales and numbers and temperatures. We, it's just a piece of information and then we uh, decide on a behavior based on that number. That's it. Whether we're going to wear a coat or not, whether we're going to continue to, you know, eat the bag of cookies or not, that's it. We can just make decisions based on a number, but we do not have to punish ourselves. So we're not going to do that anymore. I'm going to help you with that. So here are four things I want you to know about using a bathroom scale to help and not hurt your weight loss. Okay. Number one, and we this is the most important. So I'm going to talk about it some more. It's for information purposes only. It's just to get a number. It's it's a it gives us some feedback about the choices we've made the week before. And that's just helpful, right? Because literally, if we don't know, if we go out and start, oh my gosh, there was a, I don't know, there was, anyway, there was an episode of something now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, I think it was the Seinfeld <laughs> where like there was a yogurt place and everyone loved the yogurt and they said it was non-fat, but it wasn't non-fat. <laughs> and so people were eating it and it was, um, it ended up being more calories. And the way you would know that is you get on the scale and you're, and you're weighing more. You may not know something you're doing is causing um, weight gain or weight loss. So you're getting information and then you can look at the behaviors that you had the week before. It is just a, a one way of getting feedback about the decisions you've made the week before. Of course, what we can do with that is we can look for patterns. So we have numbers and we're, we have information we can plot them like on MyFitnessPal or other apps, they have graphs so you can see, you know, patterns. This is just one point on the, on the, on the graph. We're looking, we're, when we get on the scale, we're really just looking for change. Did it go up or did it go down? They actually, I, I remember seeing that they had a scale that like basically it starts at zero. And so did you gain a pound or did you lose a pound? And it'll just have a negative one or a positive one, that sort of thing. That's that's a great idea. That That is one way of getting around it. But ideally, I want us to get around it by not beating ourselves up because of the number. The other thing about, the about getting on the scale and finding information, this is still number one, is that you know the context of your week. Did you start a cycle? Are you bloated? Are you, where are you on your period? Like all that sort of stuff. Did you eat a salty meal? Like you know the context of it. So we're, we're taking that bit of information and we're, we're getting a number so that we can know that when we're at this part of the cycle, this is how much we weigh. 
again, we're taking sort of any sting out of it, any any bad meaning <laughs> that we put to it, we're taking that out because we have context. This is the it's just a number. And these are some of the ways that we can use it as just a number. Okay? Information purposes only. Number two, the scale is an amazing thought finder. We've talked about thought finders before, often with logging. That'll be one place where we can see if we're judging the foods or we don't want to write it down. Why? Often that's because we're making it mean something. Same with the scale. So what you can do is notice what your brain is telling you as you're about to get on the scale. And then once you're on the scale, what is your brain telling you? It's good to know if it's mean stuff. Because if it is mean stuff, we know we have work to do. We know that's the place we have work to do. Because meanness does not work. It doesn't help. It does not end in any meaningful change. Even if we get some change out of being super mean to ourselves, it feels terrible and it does not last. So knowing that can be really helpful because what happens too is sometimes if we're not paying attention, we don't even notice the mean sentence that our brain offered. We just notice we're not feeling great or we don't want to get on the scale. But if we don't realize that it's a sentence that said something mean to us, then we just think it's it's us instead of knowing that it was something concretely said that was clear and mean. You're lazy. You're never going to do this. That Those kinds of sentences are really important to notice. Because when we notice them, we can start to do something about them. Now, again, this will be, this is some of the work that, that I like to do with people because it makes such a big difference. But it's, we don't argue with the meanness. We notice it and we acknowledge its presence. That just noticing it and acknowledging it, it like uh, pops the bubble. Like it's, you know what it really is? It's like Brene Brown talks about with shame. Shame lives in the dark. When we shine some light on it, it's almost like it, it, it doesn't always, but sometimes it can disappear. And it just has a lot less power. So noticing any of those sentences is really important. So for the scale, for a bathroom scale, number one is just information only. Number two is that it's a great thought finder. And we can start to know what we're saying to ourselves and why we're feeling bad if we are around the scale. Now, the next two things are just sort of facts that I like to talk about. Um, Number three is during weight loss, I highly recommend only getting on once a week. Okay, so that's the smallest amount of time that you're likely to see change, like any meaningful change, particularly if you're losing weight. At places like Overeaters Anonymous, they actually only get on the scale once a month. And what's, I mean, for some people, they think, oh my goodness, I could never do that. But with getting on once a month, you usually don't have any plateaus, right? And and you're working on the behaviors, right? If you don't have that number to work with, you're just looking at the behaviors that you're doing. You're, 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 you're watching your success or, or looking for success based on your behaviors that you're doing. I had this much water. I, you know, walked around the block. I brought my lunch, you know, those sorts of things instead of just the number. So there's 
A week is my favorite. Um, in maintenance, I do like having people get on once a day, one in the morning, and I'll get to that soon, because usually by the time you're maintaining, the the number has gotten has lost a lot of its charge. And now you're just looking for the normal fluctuations that come and it's not, it doesn't bother you. So in maintenance, you can get on every morning. If it doesn't bother you at all, if you're not, if your moods aren't dictated by it, you can get on every morning as long as you're, you are okay with seeing the patterns. But once a week during weight loss really ends up working nicely. And so number four to that end is I also recommend same day, same time, same clothes or lack thereof. And the reason is, is of course the scale is not perfect. I wish. Like we don't have something that will actually tell us how much fat loss you're, you are having. The scale is just a proxy, right? Because it's you know, your skin and your bones and all the rest of that stuff. We really only care about fat weight, but we don't have a great way of knowing that yet. They do have scales that have some other things. I don't find them to be super reliable. So we just use this proxy number and the assumption that when it's going down, it's the fat that's changed. Now, the truth is water is the thing that changes the most. And so if we're if we're weighing ourselves the same day, the same time with the same clothes or lack thereof, then we're actually adjusting or controlling for the water as best we can. Water is going to be the number one thing that fluctuates, and then fat is the number two thing. So also, they, I mean, they have done studies to show <laughs> which day of the week you weigh the least and which day of the week you weigh the most. The least is Friday morning and the most is Monday morning. And I'm sure you can figure out why that weekend is in between there. So the thing is, is just it, it, you don't not everyone has to weigh Friday morning, but the same day is the best. So if you weigh Monday morning, I would recommend every Monday morning, because if you weigh Friday, and then you weigh Monday, you're not going to see the change that you want to see. So pick one day that's the easiest for your schedule that you remember the most, and then let that be the morning that you that you weigh yourself. So that way, we're comparing apples to apples. Now, so this is the way of that I like to use the scale. Okay, but there are other ways to track your progress, certainly. Uh, you know, measurements or a pair of jeans. I've used that before. Um, you know, if they're fitting better, um, you certainly can use that. But but my ultimate um, wish for you is that you can get to a place where the scale doesn't hold so much power. That doesn't have power over you, that you're just using it as a tool for yourself and that it's a useful one to see change. When there's more ease around the scale, that means you have compassion and understanding about where you've been and where you're going. Like to me, that's the ultimate. When, when If we've had charge around the scale and we get to a place where we no longer have charge around the scale, what's the transformation that's happened between those two places is miraculous. And it involves compassion for yourself, where you've been, where you're going, understanding and some perseverance in there. Your brain has changed around it. And that is only good. Because remember, meanness doesn't work. But compassion and decision making does. 
when you feel ease, you'll just keep going. There won't be a reason not to do it. Sometimes we can get so frustrated with the scale that we just like forget it. And then if we're not keeping track, if we're not noticing what we're doing, what often happens, and this is the same, this is why the food log works, when we're paying attention, we will make decisions that help us. If we're not paying attention, we won't. If you're feeling the ease and it's easy to keep going, then you will keep going. And it's just a matter of time before you're, you get your goal. This is true for any goal, but certainly true for weight loss. If you keep going, you will get what you want. And if it feels easier, you're more likely to keep going. If this makes sense to you and you're ready to feel more ease around the scale and weight loss, work with me. I would love that. Go to stephaniefinemd.com, that's F-E-I-N, and click Lose Weight With Me button, and we will be connected. I hope you have a fantastic week, and I hope that this year brings you everything you want and even more than that. I'm sending love. Until next week. Bye. If you follow, share, rate and review this podcast, you'll be helping it reach others just like you and making their journey with weight loss and fertility just a bit easier. Lighten their load. Share in your groups and social media. Thank you, fabulous.